Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Malachi chapter 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Great covenant God, you keep your promises, you work out your plans, and you have great plans, and you have worked out so many things that we see. We know we can trust you. We ask that you help us to understand as we look into your word today. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Malachi chapter 4 For look, the day is about to come, burning like an oven, and all the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble. The coming day will consume them, says Yahweh of hosts. I will not leave behind for them root or branch. But for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in its wings, and you will go out and leap like fattened calves. You will trample down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I am going to act, says Yahweh of hosts. Remember the instruction of my servant Moses, which I commanded him at Horeb to all Israel, the rules and regulations. Look, I'm going to send to you Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and awesome day of Yahweh. And he will bring back the hearts of the fathers to the sons, and the hearts of the sons to their fathers, so that I will not come and strike the land with a ban. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. He starts out with fire. And this, I think, is similar to what John the Baptist talked about in Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3, verse 10 John the Baptist speaking, he says, Already now the axe is positioned at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree not producing good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But the one who comes after me is more powerful than I am, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing shovel is in his hand, and he will clean out his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the storehouse, and he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So I think John the Baptist is connecting Jesus with this fire that God is coming with here. But he says, for those who revere his name, the son of righteousness will rise. And I think that's connected with Jesus and what he's going to do. And so he's he's giving us some very poetic pictures here, this idea of fattened calves leaping when they go out of the stall. Now, I'm not a farmer, so I haven't seen this, but I, I have had a dog, and I know when, when I would take the dog for a walk in the morning, when we first walked out the door, the dog was so excited, he would just bounce around, and so I can imagine a calf doing that. Well, a calf has some pretty heavy hooves, and so it's going to trample down whatever's around, and so he's talking about the wicked are going to get trampled down. So the wicked go down. The righteous are having a great day. But, he says, you have to remember the instruction of his servant Moses, the law. And so when he talks about Horeb, that's the uh, the mountain of God where the Ten Commandments were given. and God spoke from the mountain. And so he says, you have to stay connected to that law. That's, that's how you're going to be the people who revere God. And so then he talks about he's sending Elijah the prophet. Jesus connects this with John the Baptist. 
In Matthew chapter 17, when Jesus goes up on what we call the Mount of Transfiguration, and he actually meets Elijah and Moses there on the mountain, then when they're coming down in verse 10, and the disciples asked him, saying, Then why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? And he answered and said, Elijah indeed is coming and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but did with him whatever they wanted. In the same way also the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he had spoken to them about John the Baptist. So Jesus connected this coming of Elijah with John the Baptist. And he says the point that Elijah will come for is to bring the hearts of the fathers to the sons and the hearts of the sons to their fathers. Now, maybe the obvious reading would be to say, oh, well, this is just to, you know, get families back together. But I think that it's more likely what he's saying here is to bring people back to the fathers, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the book of Romans, uh, he's talking a lot about um, the Jews and their fathers. And so I'll just take one verse to show where he calls Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the fathers. Romans 15, verse 8. For I say, Christ has become a servant of the circumcision on behalf of the truth of God in order to confirm the promises to the fathers. So this was a, an established way of talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is to call them the fathers. And so I think that's what he's speaking of here. And now for a deeper dive. At the very end, he uses this interesting word, the ban. Other translations will call it a curse. But the uh, Lexham English Bible is very literal here when it says a ban and helps us to see what this Hebrew word actually means. So this is an interesting concept. It does mean curse. So the other translations are valid when they call it a curse. But seeing the roots of this idea, I think really comes out when you go back to Joshua chapter 6, when they took Jericho, and of course the, the famous marching around the walls of Jericho, and the walls fall down and they go in and destroy the city. But here are the commands that Joshua gave them just before they went in. Joshua chapter 6, verse 17. The city and all that is in it will be devoted to Yahweh. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in the house will live, because she hid the messengers whom we sent. As for you, keep away from the things devoted to destruction, so that you do not take them and bring about your own destruction, making the camp of Israel an object for destruction, bringing trouble upon it. But all of the silver and gold and the items of bronze and iron are holy to Yahweh, and they must go to Yahweh's treasury. So, this is the idea of the ban, that everything is devoted, and so it's devoted to destruction, and anyone who takes that will themselves be devoted to destruction. And if the nation takes it, then the whole nation gets devoted to destruction. And as you read forward in the book of Joshua, you find there was one guy who took some of the things, and then he himself was bringing destruction on the nation, and so they had to root that out, and they destroyed him. And then God was with the people once again. So the idea here, it's it's looking back to that type of an idea, this ban, this curse, so that the people will not become that curse here, 
they need to turn back to God. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.